It is a Tomlin Tuesday edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Chris Mack. Josh Taylor will rejoin me to break down everything Mike Tomlin has to say after his weekly press conference, but after an ugly loss like the one to the 49ers on Sunday at Heinz Field, there are going to be a lot of questions. This may be one of those Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conferences that is longer than any other in recent memory because I I can't think of a part of this team that doesn't need to be questioned. And so I thought the best way to do these episodes these Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference previews would just be to ask the questions that you and I and everybody else thinks should be asked of Mike Tomlin on Tuesday at the Steelers facility on the South side. And I don't mean like the ones your crazy cousin at the corner bar stole dreamt up. Hey, Coach Tomlin, Coach Tomlin. Do you think that maybe Bill Carr should be brought back and he can do the one side and you can do the other? Do you think Cordell could still play? Like, not not those kind of questions. Like, legitimate questions in a legitimate style that they may be asked on Tuesday. Not, hey, Coach Tomlin, you ever thought about the fact that you're probably the worst coach ever? Like, no, that's not what happens at these press conferences. People get real mad when the questions aren't real hard and straight and directed to the point, like, Coach Tomlin, why do you suck? Like, that's not going to be a question that somebody, that Brian Batko or Alan Saunders or Chris Adamski or Mark Cabali is going to ask Tuesday at noon. Probably going to phrase it a little bit differently. So the questions that we would like to hear be asked of Mike Tomlin during his Tuesday press conference. And I would start with this one. Mike, you said you got kicked in the teeth on Sunday. Is your team soft? Now, he might not answer that one. But there's a good way to ask that one. That would probably be, Mike, are you concerned about your team getting kicked in the teeth physically on both lines, both offensive and defensive? And how do you remedy something like that? That might be a good question. Another good question might be, Mike, Are you worried that you might continue to get kicked in the teeth, so to speak, if most of your starting defensive line is injured? Do you have updates on Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi and DeMarvin Leal? That's probably a good question. We'll probably start with those injury updates, I would think. Maybe another question would be, Mike, there was a lot of turnover at the inside linebacker position for you guys this offseason. You went from Devin Bush, Miles, Jack, Robert Spillane to... Elandon Roberts, Cole Holcomb, and Quan Alexander. What did you think of their play relative to what you've seen in the past couple of years from that previous group? Or just simply, did you get enough quality play from your inside linebackers? Or, there's another way to phrase it about Elandon Roberts specifically. Michael Landon Roberts looked really strong against the run early on against the Niners. Is there a reason we didn't see him as much later in the game when seemingly the Niners were committing to running the ball even more once they had a big lead? Because that's one that, that that's one that it just that one befuddles me. Elandon Roberts looked really stout against the run early in Sunday's game. And then ended up only playing like 27 snaps, I think it was. Despite the fact that the you knew the Niners were gonna run. They were up by 17 
and then up by 10 starting the second half, and then quickly again because of the run game and Levi Wallace trying to tackle apparently like like a double amputee. I've got no arms. Look at me trying to tackle. Um, Very quickly, it was a 17-point deficit again. I understand Levi Wallace does not have a British accent, but I think imagining him trying to tackle Christian McCaffrey as like the the knight from Monty Python is a whole lot more entertaining than watching him actually try to tackle Christian McCaffrey as if his arms weren't working. Excuse me, do you mind falling over here? Tis but a flesh wound. Down 17. And I think that leads into the biggest question if you're going to Tuesday's press conference of Mike Tomlin on that side of the ball. Mike, what do you think of the play of your corners on Sunday? And is it possible we'll see some personnel adjustments going into Monday night's game against Cleveland? Because that's my biggest new concern on the defensive side of the ball. Like, questions about strong safety still exist between KZ and Neal. Questions about inside linebackers still exist with that three-headed monster of Holcomb, Roberts, and Alexander, especially in coverage. Questions still exist, certainly, about what this defensive line is going to look like if it's, well, it's not going to look good if it's Leo, not, not Leo, Adams, Loudermilk, and Benton starting up front. Yeesh, I like Benton, but the other two. Um, the newest problem is, Mike, are you concerned about your corners? And is there a reason Joey Porter Jr. only saw seven snaps? Or, again, since we talk about phrasing, how you phrase these questions, Mike, is there a reason Joey Porter Jr. wasn't more involved on Sunday? Sorry, let's fix that again. We're workshopping this like it's journalism to sick, calm 260 at Penn State. Mike, what was the reason Joey Porter Jr. wasn't more involved in Sunday's game? Because that's, that's a huge question for me. When you see Pat Pete get burned twice by Brandon Ayuk, okay, one, he slipped and fell. Another one was a really nice job between Purdy and Ayuk. Doesn't matter. He still got beat for two touchdowns after he ran his mouth during the week. When you see that happen, you've got to think about injecting Joey Porter Jr. into the lineup, don't you? Oh, no, you don't? Seven snaps? That's a big question for me. And I'll throw... These two questions into the mix on the defensive side of the ball before we flip to the other side. One, Mike, do you think there's a reason Minka Fitzpatrick wasn't more impactful on the back end of the defense? I know Minka might take exception to that. He didn't seem too happy with a similar question in the locker room Sunday night. Tough. You're there to make plays on footballs that are in the air, and you didn't really on Sunday afternoon. And then I would wrap up with this. Mike, TJ Watt's stat line looked great. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, five uh, quarterback hits more than anybody else. Maybe the entire defense as a whole. In fact, it was more than the entire defense as a whole. But did TJ, let's put it this way. What adjustments did TJ Watt have to make to get to the quarterback in the second half that he wasn't able to make in the first half? 
Because what, early on, as the Niners were building that 17-point lead, wasn't really getting in Purdy's face. You watch those first couple scoring drives for the Niners again, tell me who's getting in Brock Purdy's face. Is nobody, not even T.J. Watt. T.J. looked good the second half and back half of the second quarter. But first quarter, as, as the Niners were jumping out to that big lead early, T.J. was just another guy, another nameless gray face of those 11 on the defensive side, I thought. And then we go to the other side of the ball. Seven points scored by Kenny Pickett in the Steelers' defense. Just not good enough. Just not good enough. And I guess the first question for Mike Tomlin would be, Mike, what'd you think of Kenny's play on Sunday? Now, I imagine we'd get some sort of trite, cliched answer about not executing, right? Because that's what everybody had to say Sunday night after the game. Oh, we didn't execute. Well, pardon my French, but nope, you didn't execute. We're well aware of the fact that you didn't execute. We just watched you lose by 23 at home. We just watched you get stomped, okay? We're well aware of the fact that you didn't execute. Tell me why you didn't execute. And how hard do you think the problem may be to remedy? So, again, knowing that we can't really ask it quite that way. Hey, coach, you think maybe Kenny might not suck again Monday night against the Browns? Instead, we could ask, Mike, what do you think Kenny needs to improve on before the Browns get here on Monday night? Mike, what do you think of your offensive lines play on Sunday? Were they physical enough? Mike, we didn't see the same kind of holes opened up in the ground game against San Francisco that we saw in the preseason. Other than it simply being better personnel or more talented defense, what do you attribute that to? Mike, is there a reason Darnell Washington wasn't more involved early on? Mike, have you given thought to running more two tight end sets? Mike, do you have any updates on Pat Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson's injuries? Mike, do you wish you would have had more of an opportunity to establish the run game earlier? All of these questions, I think, are good ones for why the offense looked miserable on Sunday. And that's just the start. Here's an idea. If you've listened to this all the way through and you didn't hear a question that you would like to ask of Mike Tomlin on Tuesday, leave it in the comments. Or just fire it at us on social media. At 93.7 The Fan. At The Chris Mack. And we'll shuffle those questions along to some of our friends who will be there. At noon on Tuesday. Because there are going to be a lot of questions. And again, you can't ask him like your cousin Brian down the end of the corner at down at the corner of the bar. Hey, coach, you think you guys might get only seventeen this year? Because that'd suck. Hey, coach, you think if Yins go only seventeen, you might draft Caleb Williams? Hey, coach, if Yins go only seventeen, would Yins ever think about drafting Phil Jerkovic? He's a big baby, anyways. I don't like him, but I just want to make sure Yins weren't going to do it. You can't ask questions like that. Legitimate questions. Leave them in the comments. And 
Again, after Mike Tomlin's press conference, Josh Taylor and I, with Greg Finley's help, will break down everything Mike Tomlin had to say during the Tuesday, the weekly Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference, and we will get the ball rolling towards Monday night, Heinz Field against the AFC North rival and 1-0 Cleveland Browns. You know we'll be here for you every single day. Make sure you download, subscribe inside your Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course on YouTube as well, to 4th Down in the Steel City.